0: Hey, 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 everyone! Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolor, Doctor Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Well, we're giving it anyway. That's
1: right. Now,
0: here's a performer, mm, and Doctor Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Re- Canada's Drag Race, Canada's season, race four. season four. So, <laughs> so let's raise a glass or a bottle. Let's <laughs> start spilling the GNT
1: podcast. Clay. Clay. <laughs> Do we ever get the name of the season right? Well, uh,
0: look, new Year, New Me. Okay, <laughs> new year, this year is going to be the year that we get it right. Well, John, can we, we start today? <laughs> first of all, we podcast so many seasons. Okay, mm, I mean, mm, I don't mm. know where we am. I, I don't know who I am. There's another one. Very, it very. Soon not in season 16. No, you were talking. About, you were telling me that we're going to be podcasting twice this week season 16 is about to drop no it's not yes it is when
1: within the next 24 hours
0: th- well the only the only winner here ladies and gentlemen is you <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome two episodes a week well canada's got what three more episodes at the mo- two more maybe this is top, the top most.
1: five depends if they do a top four or a top three
0: finale i'm yeah. not sure
1: And then we'll find out at the end of this episode, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, First of all, happy new Year's. We hope that you had a safe time. um, That you're all in one piece. Happy new year. And that you've started the year off swimmingly. Oh, yes. yes. And just amazingly, just being your authentic self. Yeah. Do you know how many new year new me's I've seen on my Instagram? Um, How many of of yours, you mean? Uh, I've got so many of this. Okay, this is my year because last year was blah. blah, blah. I it's the same thing every year. Okay, this is, everyone. This is my year. You better watch out because I'm not taking no prisoners. It's like I'm pretty sure that you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you wrote that, last year. that last year. Last year, yeah, yeah, prisoners were taken. Do you have any New Year's resolutions?
1: Um, I think it's not really a resolution, but just you know, now that the excess of Christmas is done. I'd like to have a somewhat healthier January. That's my main thing. I'm not going to place too much duress upon myself. What what does that look like? Reducing my alcohol consumption for at least for most of January. I'm not drinking with this podcast, you will see. I've got a coffee. Oh. Sorry, guys. It feels like it flies in the face of the philosophy of this podcast. So you're doing dry January. Yeah. So if I'm more boring on this episode... Please let me know and I'll start drinking again.
0: <laughs> I think you'll be fine. So, no news resolutions, just be healthy. Mine is maybe to travel a bit more. Also, mm. I think it'll be good for us to go to a Dreycon. To, you know, well, we're messing the January not as one. not as stars. Obviously, we don't want to be stealing oh, focus from the queens. I, I think we should be... incognito. You know, yeah. th- throw on quick drag so no one knows who mm-hmm. we are, mm-hmm. and just go there and be one with the people. You know, <laughs> just be one of one of the regulars. What do you think? <laughs> we could try, but I think we'd be mobbed. We'd be. Mobbed. We'll, have, we'll, have be we'll have to put on accents. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, as you all know, everyone, I'm amazing at accents. Yeah, yeah. I am. Which not. one in particular? I am not. I, I, I'm. Give us a scarf. They're really again. hard. I, I mean, everyone knows a story about how I went to one audition for Mary Poppins in Hamilton and um, they asked me, Oh, we want you to read for Burt, you know, the Cockney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Cockney, um, the guy that, can you put on a Cockney accent? I have never heard the word Cockney in my life. <laughs> at at mid 20s, I was like, A Cockney accent. But then I thought to myself, I know who that character is. I've seen it. So you so think I you're th- Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, so I was like, oh, so maybe they want me to like, you know, sound like him. And so then I did, I, I read the part and, <laughs> you know, as Bert and for Mary Poppins. He's the chimney sweeper, everyone. And then I did it and then they looked at me and they were like, okay, this time can you do, um, you know, maybe more of a Cockney accent? But you try the accent. I was like, oh yeah. You're going to try the accent. I think I gave like Jamaican. <laughs> I think I was giving like, I don't know, I was giving a Caribbean. I was like, I don't know what accent I was giving them, but I was giving them an accent. Did I get the part? No. <laughs> oh. Did I get the button? No. Did you give but, it a um, role? Yes. But it was nice to know that they looked at me and they're like, he's got potential to be a lead. Mm. Let's, let's let's make him read for a lead part. And it, then they're just like, Jesus Christ, what is the sound it, coming from his mouth?
1: I guess it's just quite unfortunate that your point of reference for a cockney accent was Dick Van Dyke, who's American.
0: <laughs> doesn't he put it on?
1: Yeah, but I mean I mean. I mean no Mom. Oh oh oh, 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 We should mention that um, in the background, providing moral support today, we have our wonderful friend Juju, who's visiting all the way from New Zealand.
0: Neil Girando, she is here from New Zealand. She's yes. doing a great job. She's doing our uh, quality control. <laughs> she is. Uh, she's actually been caterer today as an, well. And head caterer. Yeah. She's <laughs> provided us with these lovely coffees, mm-hmm. caramel lattes. Oh, amazing! Derek sandwiches. Oh, Derek's our favorite sandwich shop in Liverpool. Really, Not yeah. sponsored. We Not just love it. Which <laughs> <yeah. laughs> we were sponsored by. So what, what we will do is we'll um, <laughs> we'll cut a clip from us promoting them, send it to them, and say, "Okay, come on, come on, at free, least give us a discount, free sandwiches once yeah, a week, please. At least cut off the delivery charge." <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, check out the delivery <laughs> so um let's have a quick recap oh um, first of all we had a lovely little review uh, and we, had... we want to uh, you give us
1: love we give it right back tom do you want to read it out we had a really touching uh review so this is from uh Lianamix mix in australia um starts off adore you two on this pod thank you um i absolutely can't get enough of the love and kindness the two of you spread Talking about this show recently some of the Dracula monsters have been coping with some awful hatred. Uh, would have loved you to cover that show, by the way. And there are certain other podcasts out there that promote negative conversations about how people are portrayed in the show, despite all knowing it's all in the edit. Thank you for not being those people and for always talking the best about the artists. So I'm actually really touched by that because it's, it's always our intent to approach the show with understanding and compassion because we know it's a heavily edited show and we don't, we don't know these girls and, we, they
0: we, don't know we know they
1: know <laughs> and we fully we fully <laughs> um uh, uh, appalled by hatred that is spewed towards the queens at times this is stupid it's it, just silly. It stupid. what a waste
0: of time it's what just, a
1: waste of life it's just like spend your energy on something else yeah. like just redirect it towards the person you Tom. like <laughs> redirect <laughs> redirect, it to Tom. Re- redirect it as love towards the person you like not hatred towards the person you happen not to like yeah um, so I, am like, we don't always get it right. Sometimes, you know, we say, th- we, we, miscommunicate or we say things that aren't hundred percent politically correct or can be insensitive at times. But I, I, I'm really glad that our intent comes across most of the time. So thank you so much for that review. Just to touch on Dracula. We have been following, uh, Dracula season five. We love Dracula. We've never covered it. I'm not 100% sure why, but it's, I think it's about timing, schedules, how to fit in. But we do adore the Boulet brothers and the monsters on Dragula. The bit that was being referred to by that super kind reviewer there was, um, uh, there is. I think in particular Throb Zombie, who is an amazing competitor on the show, recently took a social media break. Oh, um, no. Yeah, because of all the hatred that was being directed towards them um and i believe because they made a public statement about it they'd had to go and take care of their mental health some and a component of that seemed to be a stay in hospital so it seems like they've been really really going through it and it my heart really went out to them um and it's it's just an example of the way that people forget the human beings Mm. behind the personas on this show and the way that people just dogpile on hatred
0: I just, it's I think just it's just gross. The, the biggest hypocrisy is that if someone does something wrong online, whether it be dragula or drag race, whatever, mm-hmm. it almost people feel that they're protected enough to they're now allowed to say whatever it is, even mm-hmm. if it's worse than what the person that they're attacking is has said. Yeah, they they are protected. They're allowed to go in there even harder. Yeah. with protection. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I think that it's just. This is disgusting. I think it's stupid. It is. It's revolting.
1: The worst part of social media is online anonymity, letting people believe that they can say what they want um, without consequence. Because th- to be honest, th- there are no real consequences. No. Like what happens? You get blocked. The comment gets deleted. But the, the they pain. They can just create a new page. Yeah. The, the pain inflicted upon the person who's on the receiving end, a la Throb Zombie is real. They're a real person with real feelings. I believe it was about people perceiving some of Throb's comments as microaggressions towards Fantasia and JK in particular. Do you have any particular thoughts about that, having watched that season?
0: No. No.
1: (laughs) I was just wondering you as a person of colour, if you had any thoughts. I
0: didn't see anything wrong with throb zombie because mm. i i have a feeling that i know what people are getting angry about mm-hmm. but i think that throb zombie is just a competitive yes passionate drag queen and i have not i don't think she said anything out of line i don't i would agree with Had that. any other queen said the same thing mm-hmm. despite their color this will not be a conversation i also think and now i think that i think Throb. i'm actually i'm rooting for throb zombie to win i think it's between throb and, and shinami yeah yeah. yeah. What did I say? Tsunami. I
1: do not know
0: <laughs> where you got that from. Oh, she's a season sixteen girl. Sorry. Oh, tsunami
1: muse. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's between her and. Might come to something off that in a second. Put okay. It in season sixteen, um, I think that Dracula is better than almost any other uh, drag competitive show. It's great at highlighting afab people as performers and i think unfortunately as was the case for sigourney beaver as well there's a lot of misogyny directed at them uh, which is just appalling uh so i think that's mixed in there as well but i guess just another example of online dogpiling is were you aware of what happened with plain jane um Mm -hmm. who's on season 16 oh yes 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 like, that was a storm in a teacup um, and another example of people. Um, unfortunately, competitors of of drag shows got involved there as well, which is really, really saddening to see. Uh, JK from Dracula got involved. It was actually a big proponent of it. And I mean, I think Coco Cain did as well. And I love Coco Cain. So uh, if anybody doesn't know... Um, there were like second and third hand accounts that accused Plain Jane of sexual assault in a performance setting. The The hate on Plain Jane was piled on and on and on and fueled by numerous loud online voices. And then when the footage was revealed, um, it's what I saw. What was being accused mm-hmm. of Plain Jane mm-hmm. is not what was shown. I completely agree. It was a person who was involved in a bawdy nightclub act who appeared to be implicitly consensual but i do think it brings up an important conversation about where the line is in body adult nightlife entertainment and audience participation i think there's room for a healthy conversation there but the way that it got amped up to you know baseless accusations of sexual assault that really damaged somebody Mm. was really disheartening to see unfortunately Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah 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 Dude, you just said something very, very, you know, and she whispered in my ear mm-hmm. that what well, this what well, this creates is a social license to bring people down mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. someone does something like that. Everyone just yep. dogpiles yep. and they get permission yep. because everyone else hates this person and disagree. So therefore I'm allowed to. And it doesn't matter what I say, regardless if it's worse or not. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm protected. I'm allowed to. Yes. I'm allowed to. And I just think that that's one of the worst things
1: ever. And- I, you know, again, there is room for for healthy conversations about microaggressions and about, you know, consent and um, boundaries in, in a performance, adult performance club space. We can have those conversations without trying to destroy people.
0: Yeah yeah oh wow look
1: at that thank you for that comment okay. thank you for that you lovely review so much a conversation there. that thank review you that so just much. really
0: spurred this you know enlightening in- conversation and i do enjoy doing that Tom. But thank you so much liana max so last week let's do a quick recap last week these are my thoughts we had the 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 non-rusical rusical with they lip synced and didn't sing so it wasn't a real rusical um in my opinion and we saw that my top takeaways from last week was Nera should have won, and I I I stick to that opinion today. Nera was wild. Nera should have won. Denim lost the lip sync in Lip Sync for Your Life against Kiki, but however, I don't think that Denim should have been in the bottom, in my opinion, and Venus shouldn't have been safe. Ooh, strong opinions, strong opinions. These are um, these are my um, thoughts from last year, Tom. But, new year. but new year, new me. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna maybe I'll change. I think you as a
1: performer, you do have strong and I think really well informed opinions about performance challenges. I think overall it was a great ruser call. Um, I think overall everyone did really well, but I I agree it was surprising to see denim in the bottom. Um, in terms of aurora's win i think she put in a fab performance i just think Nero was a little bit above Mm. all right i do think aurora had the most challenging piece
0: though yes she did yeah she had the hardest piece yeah because ballet is right or wrong you can't you know you can't add a groove you can't change it up like you can with hip-hop or jazz you know or, or like everything else ballet there are certain ways to do every movement Mm. and there's a right or wrong way so if you're not technically trained you are going to get it wrong and Mm -hmm. it is going to hurt the eyes of those who know what ballet is supposed to look like Mm. um but well done we now have aurora
1: as our front runner Yes, indeed. And, you know, we've seen star quality in Aurora from the
0: beginning. Oh, we you know, all it. the tapes. Aurora is, mm. is the star. Mm. The only queen left. Now, we've got Aurora. We've got Venus. We've got Melinda Virga. We have near enough. Yep. Um, is anyone else? Denim, Venus, Melinda,
1: um, Nira, and Aurora. That's yep. everybody. Top the five. The only
0: one without a win is
1: Denim. But she did win the reading challenge. Oh, wow. 0.5 of a win. Wow.
0: Well, if Lucy Leduca was there. <laughs> Lucy would say that's a win, Mama. Let
1: loose. Oh, do you th- I said let loose. Do you think we'll get a reissue remix of Let Loose with um, season sixteen dropping? Oh. Just to commemorate a year since we all let loose collectively
0: <laughs> You know one can only hope. Oh, one can look, new year new me, new day, new day in the workroom. Let's see what these queens have to challenge. All right, the queens have come back into the workroom. Mm. We have said goodbye to Kiki. We have wonderful queen. At the same time. Drag we, technician, very oh, lovely. She is a drag. She,
1: mm. she is the Roxy Andrews of Canada. I recently put up a, a fun story uh, just about like a, an international seamstresses, like Project Runway, all-stars edition of Drag Race featuring non-winners. And she was like up there along with like horror. Um, uh-huh
0: horror utica 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 queen utica um who's iconic yeah not only is she is she an amazing seamstress she is a comedian for the ages Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. is she is comedy (laughs) she is i want to see her do another
1: roast oh utica you're talking about um i thought you were talking about somebody else for a second I think her humour that she brought to season 13 just needed a bit of refinement. I think she's got a really interesting point of view. What she struggled with was knowing how far to go with being mean and not making it funny enough.
0: It's a roast, Tom. It's got to be funny. I, well, I was, I was laughing we'll so hard. I never couldn't have done to that. Know. We will never agree on that <laughs> You will never be glamour Speaking about glamour Yes It's makeovers this week Yay! And can I just tell you That Kiki is pissed off her brain yep. Right now She's like yep. really mm-hmm. Really Yep The second I leave now You want to do a makeovers Because this would have been Kiki's week Absolutely Totally Absolutely would have been Kiki's But um, you're very lucky you're, you're in great hands Tom and I are fashionistas We are MUAs <laughs> mm-hmm. Unofficially, Yeah officially. Um, Gucci, Prada, Elegance, Pure White Couch, Fashion, Limos, Dollar Signs, <laughs> what, Fashion. Wait, did, did I already I say fashion?
1: Already say fashion. That is
0: the best fashion song ever. <laughs> so we know there's makeovers, and what an emotional segment when we see. Um, that they are making over someone that they know—a family, moms, fiancés, partners, friends. This was a lovely segment. I think I, I did get a bit of like, oh, you
1: did. I noticed. I hope you don't mind me saying. I noticed you tearing up a little bit. Well, yeah. turns
0: out you do have emotions. Um, I tend to think emotions are for ugly people, <laughs> Tom. So
1: no. Well, in this moment, well, well you are hideous, Mama. <laughs> yes. You are hideous for the gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, um, whose, whose did you connect with most? I
0: connected with Aurora, and I'm, mm. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, from the Pacific Islands and Polynesian, mm-hmm. and I've always seen so many close um in culture in, in terms of culture we're very close to the asian community we mm-hmm. are there are just so many similarities and you know i with growing up i have so many asian friends and the, it was just so ingrained in them that everything academia was first and foremost mm-hmm. yeah with my asian friends it was always there the arts don't pay the bills they didn't they don't they don't rate that so to see aurora receive that letter from her parents mm-hmm. um who were on her side it was just it was really lovely to
1: see for me because was... you're somebody who worked really hard in school and definitely kind of invested in education but you've all obviously you're a very talented performer and dancer and you were drawn towards the arts mm. so you connect with that conflict
0: i'm what you call an anomaly tom <laughs> i was just really good at everything you're a one percenter <laughs> yeah <laughs> no mm-hmm. no i did academia because you know and uh, when you have Five brothers um five four older brothers mm-hmm. you had to find out where you fit in mm-hmm. Okay So my eldest brother Was a You know Seti Was a dancer Was a singer He was a performer So that That was taken What else was left Tony was an athlete Mm -hmm. A very good rugby player That was taken Mm -hmm. Then we had my other brother He was just a lost cause Oh Oh, (laughs) god! So that was taken Yeah he was Yeah that (laughs) was taken So I couldn't be a lost (laughs) cause I couldn't be an athlete And I couldn't be a performer What could I be The only thing left Was academia Mm -hmm. So I had to be the academic one and then I just did a lot of studying but in my heart it's funny though because since then you've, you've kind of done it all haven't you
1: you've been a dancer performer you've been to a lost course and you've been an athlete
0: can we rewind <laughs> I've been a lost course Excuse your mouth we don't talk about that I have been to the performer yes I'm an athlete right now uh-huh. okay I compete and I win. You've okay. Recently qualified. Check the Instagram. Recently qualified I just, for an important event. I did recently qualify mm-hmm. for the Arnold's yes. CrossFit competition. Thank you very much. Thank you. Named after Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Um, and the lost cause. That's just you know that's just been there throughout. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. half of the time. But yeah. Um. Sorry. How do we get there?
1: We were just praising you. Um. But also, <laughs> um, thinking about the um the role. Uh, in the family but you're connecting with aurora's you know her family expressed it yeah. beautifully in the letter really how mm. yes it's been a journey but they're very proud of her yeah um, so who else have we got here we've got nera's fiance
0: uh jacob we've got venus okay for first of all nera your fiance he you have trained him right <laughs> because you've trained him right because she, When he came into the uh-huh, group uh-huh. room And he was like Are you proud of her? I was uh, proud of her before she came here I was proud of you The moment I met you Yes those. And I was just thinking Girl <laughs> you, you you, left him a script You said <laughs> I'm going to Drake Race And if you are calling for makeovers These are the boxes we need to take mm-hmm, We need mm-hmm. a storyline I yeah. a, Tom If I was to ever go on something similar I want you to come on to the show Because they'll choose you <laughs> And I want you to say something like when you were taking your last breaths on that corner yeah. with those needles, and you <laughs> during were, the lost cause phase, yeah, 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 and then you found drag. Mm-hmm. I just knew that you would you, you would become this superstar, and then you have to cry. We prepare then, a storyline. I, I definitely, yeah, oh, absolutely. We would we mm. would curate the best storyline. I yeah. will win that episode mm-hmm. without make anyone. When you were moments from death. <laughs> I was proud of when you when we had to bring you back to life with yeah. the dragon balls. Yeah, you, when we <laughs> when we had CTR to do didn't that work,
1: <laughs> so we called upon
0: the dragon balls. I, I, I want us to give the story. It's all about storyline because St- we know when it comes to makeovers on RuPaul's Drag Race, it is not just about mm-hmm. being an amazing technician. Nope. It is about storyline. It's and it, about connection. connection.
1: Storyline, which is interesting when it's families, because when it's a stranger, for example. UK five and Michael Maruli with that lovely connection she had with her yes. makeover partner, that's new and you see a bond developing here. We have a ready-made bond, so they kind of all on a re- at level playing field there. But anyway, we've got Nira and her fiance Jacob, clearly a very lovely connection there. Venus brings her mum Joanne, uh, also a very lovely connection. Aurora, we've mentioned with her best friend uh, Trinity.
0: Yes, uh, see, d- so that marks again. Her friend came ready. Mm-hmm. Aurora yeah. said, "Here, I've written these letters. Yes, <laughs> I've I've written these letters for you. Yes. Yeah, um, and I want you to Don't give open them. them. To, yeah, yeah. I want you to give it to me if you're called to come into the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And oh my gosh, they were they worked. Aurora, girl, you made me cry. She, it was really touching. Yeah, wasn't Tom, and I, I, I want you to yes, and. that I want you to improv that. I want you to if you hear someone with a better story, mm-hmm. I need you to change us up. up. The I want you to say that... Yeah. Well, I've got a video message here um, from, from your dad. I need to be able to back it up with receipts. Yo, Tom, you can so- hire an actor, <laughs> please. The, the, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson could easily play my dad. <laughs> yeah, Jason Momoa, he could yeah. easily play my dad. Totally, I'll just give him a call. Um, here he is on his deathbed. Um, his last words I hear. Um, th- can we go live? Can we go live here? <laughs> Do I- satellite think, please? <laughs> That's what I would. You have the one up there. Okay, next up we have Denim and Cheryl, which Denim, is and her mom, Denim, Cheryl. the mama.
1: Very lovely. Uh, Melinda brings her partner Scott also. Just, it just, there's a lot of love in the room here. And I do feel like the energy change, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like
0: a shot in the arm. I think that they all forgot for one moment that they were competing because yeah. they were just so overwhelmed with the reunion, mm. you know? And I love Melinda after, you know, oh, Hugging and embracing Scott, her partner, she says, "Who's looking after the dog?" I know. That's I thought so that funny. was hilarious. That mm-hmm. was just so. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. There's something that you would say, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Who's looking after Lily? Oh, um, hi. Yeah, I missed you. But who's looking cats? after the
1: cats? <laughs> um, I'd have actually preferred if the cats came. Actually.
0: Are they? Would you be looking behind me, going, "Um, where? Sorry, is there anyone else coming in? Where are they? We got these queens here, Tom. Okay, and can we talk about this? Because I think is it fair to have one person with a muscle, Mary, another (laughs) person with their mom, and you know, older skin is difficult to put makeup on. We have a full grown man and Scott, and then and then we have you know, and then we have trinity i mean that is unfair
1: i that I, is unfair i think she there's for a- conversation here about the inequality in. we've been watching ink wars lately so we'll call them the human canvases <laughs> um no there's, there's something to be said there i think so it's tough isn't it because bringing families sets up really good storylines emotions very feel good it's great There's a lot of love in the room but people are going to bring different family members some are going to bring mums some partners some friends um and that that's not a level playing field trinity is um you know a slim cisgender lady i'm presuming cisgender i don't know that actually um and she as a canvas she's going to be a dream for a makeover isn't she and then she
0: won't even need makeup i'm sorry she'll just need
1: Even chapstick would be too much.
0: It'll, she, she It'll doesn't, just be
1: yeah. overwhelming for her. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't it's need anything on that face. Brooklyn will be like, you went in a bit hard there, Aurora. That yeah. chapstick <laughs> is just, you know, gilding the lily.
0: Yeah, that moisturiser that mm. you put on her, it's too much. No, yeah, she's too, too, she too glossy, base, too shiny. Yeah. You don't need any of that.
1: Um, and then, yeah, you're right. You've got Jacob, who's a big, muscular man. Um, and who, then Scott, who's a, a man, but he's also, you know... A, a little a, older. A little older. Um, and then you've got two mums who both gorgeous um but yeah they are again a little older and that's a bit more of a challenge than really youthful skin i always feel really uncomfortable saying that about their age actually but it's just an objective fact isn't it um so yeah it's not a level playing field thinking back are there any makeovers that you found to to be a really level playing field it's somewhat equal challenge
0: the um season one i was thinking season one season one one, when the american the original season the very first where they brought all of those mma fighters because they were all relatively the same age Mm -hmm. um so i think that that was quite fair the the most prominent rickory we've ever seen though i mean chanel had every right to feel that no one called her beautiful She had every right to feel her feelings, having done how many shows a night in Vegas. How, ma- she does how many? Fifty-four character illusions on the Las Vegas stage. She is beautiful on the inside and, and externally. externally. Yeah. She- Chanel yeah. is the one. Oh, she is. I think that. I think you're there. Do you think that maybe the? Um, no, it
1: wasn't. I was going to say the. I think they did okay with it for the first few seasons because season two was all um, older gay men. So, again, not too much heterogeneity there. Season three was the Jocks and Frocks. Again, all kind of like relatively butch straight guys. Mm. So, they did keep that relatively consistent for the first few seasons. Um, but lately, there's, again, it's balancing storyline and connection versus a level playing field. You can't have the two, unfortunately.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. So, we agree that. There is an advantage and disadvantage with a human canvas. Human canvas.
1: Now we've seen the canvases. Who's got the skills? Who's going into this? Who's winning? Primed and prepped, Mama.
0: Um, I mean, who was the makeup technician? I would say the makeup technician left. Probably for me Mm -hmm. is Nira. I think Nira does
1: a gorgeous drag mug. And I think Nira goes into this with a good chance, actually. You've got to think of different elements as well, because it is kind of a branding challenge too. It's
0: hard for me to talk about Venus and Aurora, because they are just, I mean, I, I mean, they are they are, uh, the twinks, okay? And, it's, it's colorful, mm. they, they got the young twinks, flawless skin, minimal makeup required.
1: I disagree a little with Aurora. Aurora does do a drag beat. Venus is the one not the one I'm most worried about we'll come to that in a second but Venus is the one
0: <laughs> what? there's someone that who, who could Venus be Venus is
1: one of the girls that I'm more worried about this episode and yes. this is no reflection of what she presents on the runway because she looks gorgeous from top to toe Absolutely. every single time but the queens who have a bone structure that is great for drag you know high cheekbones um you know good lid space all of this and use a lot of their natural features and don't drag it out as it were like venus sometimes have a hard time adapting to a more challenging or a different canvas yes uh the courtney act effect if you will oh okay Was Courtney that bad? I'm trying to think of her wedding makeup.
0: You could also say, who was season three? Oh, the Tatiana effect, actually. Well, uh, there are so many effects we can Mm. go on here, Tom. (laughs) There's what? The Tatiana effect. Who was? Who was season three? Who was the. um, Oh, Carmen Carrera effect. Carmen Carrera effect. It's the Carmen Carrera effect. I'm sorry. That's what it is. She is (laughs) the original. She is the original. It is the Carmen Carrera effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I am worried for the only mother, a mother. Mother Mother, darling. Mother darling, Melinda. I worry because, you know what? Laughing last week, her makeup was a bit softer, which is really nice. Last week was the best her makeup
1: had ever looked. I commented on it and the judges commented on it. She'd softened things up a little and warmed things up a little and was less metallic. And it was the best she'd looked on the stage. Now, do it on someone else. I mean, it's too much for Melinda. Leave her alone. The other part of it that makes me worry a little is that... um, melinda like Nira, actually has one of the less distinct brands in terms of what is your drag look family resemblance that kind of element of it she she mm. looks she she'd not got like i don't look at an outfit i think that's melinda if you gave me a lineup of outfits i could say that's venus i could say, i could say that's denim denim has the strongest brand absolutely um but not so much with Nira. Or, and actually, Aurora, I think, has a very strong brand because she infuses it with her heritage so yes, much. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, but Nira and Melinda have a less... Do you remember the first few weeks I was saying, Nira looks great, but she looks completely different to last week. Mm. I said that quite a lot. It's the Jan effect. Jan is a good example. It's the Jan effect. What is the brand? Now, I actually have high hopes for denim in this one. I think denim absolutely. paints a gorgeous mug. I think... Denim has a really distinct brand. We found out in the construction challenge that she's not the strongest seamstress, but she is a great designer. Um, And I think she could do really good work here. I've got high hopes for her first win.
0: Okay. Melinda might be good because didn't Melinda help out? (laughs) Didn't didn't Melinda help her um, (laughs) help out, (laughs)
1: Miss Denim? The reason that I'm laughing in Spauldo is pointing like Melinda did.
0: <laughs> and doing the whole look some it's people with someone on the edge who I helped create that head thing on you Shortly Yeah, before she placed a
1: curse on her
0: <laughs> that was iconic it's amazing um, it would have been nice of you to tell the judges denim that I helped you out when I was getting that harsh critique mama
1: something um, in what Brad says I want to find out if there is a construction element mm-hmm. to this because we're very used to girls in drag race bringing two similar outfits in a stretch fabric and calling it a day. Um, but it used to be in the first few seasons, because it wasn't quite as expected perhaps as an episode, or there was actually a directive to use some materials that they would make something for either both of them or at least the maker of a partner. So that does add an extra element there. If that proves to be the case, Melinda's a good seamstress, um, Denim can pull things together. Nero was in the bottom, but she didn't make something horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venus, again, like I actually liked what she made, but you could nit- nitpick at the construction of it, but I liked the look overall. Um, And Melinda, great mm, seamstress. No, no, I no. I liked no, it, and no, I'm going to die on that hill. No,
0: Venus should have gone on, been in the bottom of that episode, uh, and y- you'll be dead because that hill's gone.
1: Aurora, um, in that in the in the uh, sewing challenge was um, made something nice, but she was quite clear. I'm not used to doing this, but she did mm-hmm. make something nice. I'm just wondering because we've not actually had a proper ball this season. No,
0: so there I'm will want to know that they've got rid of Kiki. I know what? they're gonna have every single fashion, yeah, every fashion coming. I do want to say that it'll be good for them to, in the words of Kimchi, with the materials, and with the material. If they do have some kind of sewing element or design element to Second thing is that denim's gonna be up there this week. Yes. I also think that Aurora is going to be up there, because I think that Aurora is mm. one of our most consistent queens. She but just also, kind of do it all, can't she? Yeah, but also, I mean, would be stupid not, not to consider the fact that also she has Trinity to make over. Now, I mean, but I think if I were a judge, and actually, it's part of my
1: scoring system that long time listeners will know about when it comes to makeovers because they're very, very complex. I'm afraid, <laughs> um, but transformation is key. And sometimes people are praised for a dramatic transformation. Roxy Andrews, for example, absolutely um, was the final product. the The most conventionally glam person on the stage, maybe not, but the transformation was amazing um, that Roxy produced um so that does come into it and that might actually mark aurora down a little bit because you know there's not a level playing field as we just touched on that could for example if nira because nira does a great drag mug
0: could could that um give is, her it there's a transformation you can't put makeup on those biceps and, and this call of for is her fiance has a body oh he does oh he does it's um, almost as big as show me your biceps song
1: yeah i know i know It's almost as big as. i know tom's. what you're thinking twinsies
0: <laughs> if, if, i don't know if everyone thinks that tom's joking he's he's not he's a he's the doctor <laughs> with the biceps and the chest i i go I, and I, the toys. mama is a greek god i, I balo is heavily
1: exaggerating i go to the gym occasionally Barlow's the one with the body Barlow's the athlete here
0: wow you're coming for me Look, Why? The first week of January, everyone, I want you to know, the first week of January doesn't count for your <laughs> new year, new me, okay? It starts, starts the on the second week, and that's when I will start. All right, let's watch a bit more. Here we are on the Mexi Stage Challenge yes. with our final products for the makeover, and Tom, I'm going to pass it over to you yeah well let's make it collaborative barlow nobody's in a position of expertise great thanks here. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> I, a, no.
1: I think as we go along we might comment on a little bit of the relationships and that sort of absolutely. thing. absolutely um previous listeners will know that i have a scoring system for the makeover because it's a complex and nuanced episode uh it is scientific i do break it down into uh it's 30 points overall you get five points each for hair and makeup outfit Bond slash performance, family resemblance, transformation, and usually there's something else. So for this one, the is je ne sais quoi is the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. But yeah. for this one, it's being on theme because it should look r- red carpet. We've been told that Great. that is the theme. So that's uh, whether they're on the theme as well.
0: Okay, good. Well, let's start off with Venus and Mama. So Venus and Uranus. Oh,
1: um, so. Okay. I mean, Venus just always looks gorgeous, doesn't she? There's just no way that she can look in any way bad because she's such a beautiful model. Her mum is gorgeous too. And I love the way that her mum is having so much fun on the runway with her. Their connection and their bond is just really, really lovely. Um, something I learned about Venus today that I didn't know before is that she's metty. Um, and that that was wonderful to understand. I didn't know that about her so looking at them they are giving red carpet I, I can see that the theme is evident um the color scheme is you know contrasting yet complementary i do enjoy red and gold i wonder if the red is
0: red carpet and the gold is the trophy that's what she said oh who did said? you miss that bit yes who? <laughs> she said that Who's said that oh my
1: god her theme is reading for you Stop it. No, it's true. She said that her mum's like the statue wear, and Venus is the red ah, carpet. Ah, okay. Now, looking at these outfits, I, I, I can tell that her mum's has been made. I think Venus's has been made, but I'm not sure. Now... Venus always looks gorgeous, but I do feel she's swallowed up a little bit by this. But I appreciate that she's giving a different silhouette to usual because she she often, you know, reveals that gorgeous body of hers, doesn't she? Yeah. Her mum looks really, really beautiful. I think the dress is lovely and flattering on her. And I think that velour is a really challenging fabric. Um, what I do have a little bit of a problem with her eye makeup. I don't think it's the most flattering on her. And I do think it's an example of how venus is used to beating her own mug and not used to translating it to other people um having said that both are good that's nitpicking they both look gorgeous and they're having so much fun on the runway okay i think venus looks amazing she does she always looks amazing i just think the top bit in particular swallows her up a little bit i wonder if it's, if a, it's a bit just, too much fabric
0: i wonder if it's just fashion or i don't know i, I like i like what venus is wearing the mom, I, I I can tell the mom's one was made. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there was more of a you know a um, an hourglass thrown in there with I, the silhouette mm, and the dress.
1: I, so what what I would say there is, I think she, I think she's been quite successful with the hourglass because um, it, it's nipped in, it's fitted around her lovely shape. Um, maybe there could have been a bit more of a dance with the addition of a little fishtail. At the bottom?
0: That maybe, would have made it be a yeah. Um, I just wanted my eyes to dance around the swerves and curves yeah. of her body. I, I, I think I do love mom's face. Mom's face is beautiful.
1: So you like the eye makeup? I, I like the makeup. I just think the brow is a position too high. It's giving a little Derek Barry.
0: <sighs> Tom, she's coming for it. She's coming for mom. <laughs> now we got Nira and Buffy Nuff. So, first oh, impression. Buffy Nuff. You get it. You get it, don't you? There you go. Buffy Nuff. Oh, what are you like? Oh, my first
1: thing I thought when I saw Buffy Nuff is Priscilla, judge of Drag Race Italia. No? Mm -hmm. Do you see? Because Priscilla's actually quite a buff guy with quite a strong bone structure. Oh. So, giving the same. So, these two are giving a kind of Grecian goddess theme. They're giving Hera and Aphrodite. They're giving the Muses from Hercules. We actually just went to a little exhibition, didn't we? Where we so learned about the Greek right. gods and goddesses.
0: You- I love, I love what about, I love what they've done with the muses and Hercules. Is that they've combined them mm-hmm. um, with Buffy enough because she's a muse, but she's also in her- Hercules. That's
1: it. So one thing I like about this is that, like how her muscular arms are on full display. I like the playful androgyny of that. I think in terms of hair and makeup, I think Nera's done a really good job. Oh, amazing job! Their faces beat. The faces beat. She's really dragged him up. The hair is huge. The- Proper drag makeup, and also it's like an exaggerated version of Nira's own makeup. So I am seeing family resemblance. So Nira clearly brought that dress because it 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 looks it looks like it's been made by somebody professional. It's there's a boned corset and stuff. The way that she's created a complimentary look with Buffy Nuff, I think, is good. There's always a risk of something like this just looking like a bedsheet sheet that's been wrapped around her when you're going for like a toga, Grecian goddess effect. But she's nipped it in. She's added some embellishments. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an asymmetry. Um, maybe would have been nice if she was showing a bit of leg. Just poking a bit of leg out. Juju actually suggested that earlier. I did value yes, that input. it
0: would have given a lovely Chung Lee strength to it, you know?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see that nice muscular leg mm. popping out. Yes. Um, so, overall, I think she's done a really, really good job because you know there's a really big transformation here which I would love to compliment awesome. and, they're, and they're having fun on the runway
0: I do want to say that I I think every I think she looks good There's buffy buffy looks good I love the exposure of the arms mm-hmm. the makeup and the hair is beat yeah It is she is amazing I th- I wanted buffy to walk a bit more um give a bit more, less masculinity with the present, with the walk, because you look, practicing. Ma- well, sh- you look masculine, so uh, we get it, but Cameron Michaels, is another Barbie, <laughs> another, you know, bodybuilder Barbie, uh, bodybuilder Barbie, who, um, bodybuilder <laughs> body body Barbie,
1: bodybuilder Barbie,
0: who walks so graceful, and it's the beauty about, in my opinions, about Cameron, is that Cameron being such a muscular guy, in drag, even with all of that, becomes the becomes a ribbon in the wind, becomes so flowy, becomes her movements become so beautiful you know, and I, just yeah. graceful. And you know you can't, It's not ripping fair to wind, compare guys, Cameron so to Buffy. You can't compare so it to poetic. Buffy, but Buffy, I think Buffy could have put a bit more slink in the step, you know? I, I, I see where you're coming from, but too, we can't, can't too, compare like, to
1: a professional queen like, like Cameron. One thing I'll say about Cameron is that she pads very beautifully to balance out her shoulders, which is really, really, uh, she creates a great hourglass. I can see some padding for Buffy. Maybe the hip padding could have been amped up a little to create more of a sense of balance. But however, I do enjoy the androgynous aspect of like keeping the obvious muscular element.
0: Yeah, I like it. It was a successful one. Great
1: job. And they look so lovely and having so much fun. So out comes um, Melinda and Conchita. Now Conchita is... um, So we learned, didn't we, that Melinda Vega is a pun, my beautiful willy. Conchita, I do know from Conchita first is slang for... A lady's fluffy. So that's my beautiful fluffy, Conchita Vega. See, I'm Spanish, basically. I really am. Um, So what do I like here? I love the energy that Conchita brings because she's doing this whole bit where she's
0: upstaging Melinda and it's so much fun. She's giving me... Tom, you have to help me here. And if you reach for the stars, then oh, for Dorian you. Corey, she's giving me Dorian Corey energy <laughs> on the runway. Like, uh, like I can't be bothered to be here, mm-hmm. but you're welcome that I've arrived. And I'm just gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna put a, like she's she's giving that like mm, that grandiose. Yeah, yep. So I and this
1: is a real transformation because we could see earlier when they were practicing and stuff. Um, Melinda and her partner Scott. They, they were having fun with it and it was really bringing out a different side of Scott, which was lovely to see. Scott seems like the more introverted member of this partnership and he's really discovering his, his diva through, through Conchita. So that's a lot of fun. Now, the dress that Melinda seems to have made for Conchita, I think overall is a nice dress. We know that Melinda can sew. It's quite simple. It's quite elegant. Um, I would say that maybe... I, I would have really loved to have seen just a little bit more padding around the hips or something to create a bit more balance in the shape.
0: Yeah, there's a bit of a um, disconnect between the upper portions and the bottom portions of mm-hmm. her. And it's very evident when she turns to
1: the side. When you turn to the side. And it's a, it's a finessing thing. It's a finessing thing. I think Melinda herself looks gorgeous in the silver. Um, and I like how there's a unity between, you know, she's wearing silver and there's silver elements in yeah. on the navy blue dress. Do they look red carpet worthy? Yes, I can see them being on a red carpet. It's very much, you know, conventional red carpet glam. Looking at the hair and makeup, love the big hair. Um, I was a bit worried about the hair because Melinda has a tendency to wear flatter wigs, um, which she can get away with. With Scott, I think, well, with Conchita, it works so much better to have the big hair and I'm so glad to see it. The makeup, the eyes are nice, but I, I do think... You know, we did say that Melinda has had a journey with her makeup. I think we see a couple of problems in the lower half of of the face. And the forehead. And the forehead, maybe. But the eye makeup is nice and I'm here for it.
0: I do want to say the best thing about Conchita for me was her vibe. Yeah, she was really embracing it. I loved It was the whole grandiose, the walking down. Her vibe for me was the best thing Mm. about her. It made me fall in love with her. And next up, we got denim and mama, who was velvet. velvet. So I mean, the judges are quite leading
1: here, but I do think they look like twinsies, and I love the makeup job that denim has done on her mum. I think she stamped her mug onto her mum, and it's so good. The complementary hair, where they're like similar styles, but mum's is is bigger, um, and. The, the the dresses are just fab. Now, I just want to comment on something that we saw in the workroom, just in terms of their relationship that I thought was lovely. So we do know that Denim um, is on the autistic spectrum. She's spoken about that. And we see her have um, a bit of a challenge in the workroom uh, when the, the, sewing, the needle breaks or something on the sewing machine. And I think for anybody in a pressure cooker situation like that, it'd cause stress. But Denim... I think we get a hint that her anxiety is building and it does make me wonder like how people who are on the spectrum sometimes really struggle to adapt to change or unexpected circumstances um, and whether that is happening. But her mum is so good at grounding her and supporting her and bringing her back and helping her focus. I just loved seeing that in terms of their interaction. It was so loving and caring. I just loved seeing it. Um, However, just looking at what they've brought, um, I just love it. I just think these dresses are fab. The way that, that we've got denim's, you know, denim fishtail gown and mum's high-necked but still figure-hugging uh, sort of velour creation, uh, they're complementary but not identical. I just think this is a really good presentation, and I'm just really happy to see it.
0: Nice. What about Aurora and a Supernova Matrix? I mean, they look like a pair of models, don't they? What else I'm, can I say? I mean, this is – this is – yeah – they're two hot girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Aurora's giving me Marilyn Monroe in that scene where she's walking with her best friend for that kind of She is giving restaurant. quite Marilyn, isn't she? Yes. I like that. I like that. She's giving that, and they give that, a, that up down, that
1: like side eye look. Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell. That's Gentlemen what, prefer blondes. Yes. Yeah, I get it. I get it. The hair and makeup is just flawless. And I know I know Trinity's a, you know, a dream canvas but she looks beautiful.
0: And oh bloody! She is. I mean, she's sexy. She's just yeah. bloody sexy. Yeah, she is perfection. Look at that face. Look at that. Look at that mug. Look at that body. Look at that dress. Look at how she wears it. How she, she wears it. Not the dress wearing her.
1: I. I think she's a fan. She's clearly used to walking their own way as well. She's a natural. Oh, she's. She's another day. I love the fact though because you know, Aurora has actually stamped her mug onto her in a very good way. She's actually giving drag makeup. She's not just put a yes. bit of makeup on a beautiful woman. Yeah. Um so they do look great together. Um now I suspect Aurora brought her dress and made um Trinities. I think she I think she's done a great job. I really do. I think if I had any critiques of it, I'd be nitpicking um because she looks really, really beautiful. I I wish the slit was slightly off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um but that's about it. That's about yeah. it. I think the colour's beautiful. She's made a really lovely garment and fantastic job. Let's give a round of applause to these wonderful clap, queens clap, and, snap, their, snap, snaps and their all partners around. Okay. and mums and friends.
0: Tom, I know that you've got a system, so I'll let you do your calculations. But for me, okay. I use a system called my eyes. <laughs> and my eyes tell me that the winner this week is Aurora. It's Aurora. The, the top two is Aurora and Denim and Nera. They're the top three for me.
1: I'm not going to bore you with the details of my points breakdown, but I am going to give you the order. Okay. And they are for me. Denim is number one. Venus is number two. Nira is number three. Venus is number four. And Melinda is number five in my ranking. It just in terms of why I would place denim above Aurora, because we don't agree on that, but that's fine because they both did a fantastic job, is I thought that denim gave a more dramatic transformation and the brand is stronger. However, Aurora and Tracy look absolutely beautiful and
0: she's done a fantastic job. Cool. So my favorite Aurora and Supernova and your favourites is denim and… And, and… um Velvet. Velvet. Okay. Um there is no way you can put Neera in the bottom because I think her transformation of her, of Buffy was mm-hmm. great. It was the most dramatic. It was great. Now, we
1: were worried about Melinda going into this. And although I think she's actually exceeded my expectations, I would still place her in the bottom, much as I love her. By Mother default,
0: by, by process of elimination. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and Venus... Again, great job, and I was—I had to be nitpicky. We have to make these critiques; it's our job, Balo, Unfortunately, um, and I would put her in the bottom two with um, Melinda.
0: Congratulations, Denim. Congratulations, Denim. first, first win. win. Tom, was it deserved? I think so. She was my right. number one. Do you also think the other top, who was Venus, was um, was it deserved? Or I did you, you know, see
1: this? The makeover episodes are notorious for. You can judge them a hundred different ways. The judges loved what Venus did. Overall, great package. I just think in the hierarchy today, I wouldn't have placed her in the top. But yeah. who am I? Nobody. Okay. Oh, I'd uh, like to make that clear. I'm a nobody. Uh, anyway, I, Nira is in the bottom with Melinda, which feels a little unfair. I thought Aurora's critiques were unfair too. Um, I can can I, I rewind
0: you quickly? I love Venus. And that love is authentic and it's it's it, it, it's real. Mm-hmm. But certain ways that she's been treated on this season is making me angry. And I know I shouldn't be angry at Venus. Because We're not, not angry her. At Venus. No, no. I feel that Venus gets judged much kinder than everyone else. I did not see her in the top. And last week, I did not. I absolutely didn't see her in the top last week. And I just feel that they're being a bit kind with Venus. The judges
1: love her. We love her. Um, it feels like they they do judge her a little higher than we do. Um, Easier, kinder than we do. But that's where we are. Okay, yeah. not Aurora Venus's,
0: being in the bottom. Three? Not Venus's fault at all. No, it's um,
1: not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Thank you. It, it was weird. It was weird that Aurora even feared being in the bottom too. I thought that felt really strange. Um, there we go it's the makeover episode it's a free for all to be honest um, so we have Nero in the bottom with Melinda now can you I'm devo to see either of these queens in the bottom but can you
0: share some of your thoughts Mother Melinda Mother in Melinda. the bottom it hurts me one thing that you're always going to get from Melinda is she's always going to give you everything in the bag <laughs> she of chips really really is. she's <laughs> always going to give you everything she's not going to just um, sit there and, and let you you know Take something away from her She fought Then girl She done give you a cartwheel Into a split Into a windmill She gave you a roly-poly I mean <laughs> She did it all I mean was it, who, who was the puppet The puppet The cheerleading girl um, season nine, season nine. Did the Roly Poly? Oh, James Mansfield. James Mansfield <laughs> is Quaking because she's like, that's my move, girl. <laughs> but she was giving everything. She was she fought to the end, and I love that she fought so hard and she did a great performance. Aurora has this thing where Aurora just finds the music. No, Nira. Sorry, Nera. Nera has this thing where Nera just finds the music mm-hmm. and her movements just for me they just make so much sense her yeah, choices yeah. make so much sense to me when she wants to go soft to the right places when she wants to dance at the right places when she chooses when and where to to give mm-hmm. 100 to give 50 i also think there's a part of um there's a part of her going into going into his lip sync a bit like, okay, make sure I don't overdo it. Mm. Make sure I don't do the same combos that I've been doing <laughs> the last weeks. They did that shady addict. That was shady. Yeah. Oh, it was shade. So who do I choose? I, it was a
1: really good lip sync. It was. And I got to say, I love this song, Kylie Ray Jepson. It's off a fantastic album as well. Um, this just. Th- to me i love melinda and i fully appreciate the effort she put into this but nira just killed it nira is a pop princess through and through this strong song truly played to her strengths and she killed it mm. but so did melinda she did in and in, she did as well but nira is a powerhouse in in lip syncs
0: but so was Mel- save save, save melinda, melinda. <laughs> save melinda brooklyn save melinda
1: I I think in all fairness I think this is Nera's, and I I adore Melinda I do not want to see her go. However, if she does, I know for a fact she'll be back for a versus the World Season and she will will have, be treated to more Melinda Vega.
0: Two great queens, mm. great lip sync. Nira's performance makes more sense, but I love the fight in Mother Melinda. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm going to just say I'm going for Mother Melinda. Congratulations, Nira,
1: Fantastic job, Nira. Absolutely. Um, truly a pop princess. Thus, solidifying your place in the finale. So it is the finale next week, but we have to mark... It sounds like somebody's died, but mark like the passing of Mother Melinda. We adore Melinda Vega. Um, the top four would have been richer for her presence. However, I can't deny her being in the bottom this episode. I knew, no. Do you know what it's like? Kate Butch and the makeover challenge just wonderful talented lovable queen who i just knew wasn't going to make it past this episode yeah okay
0: thank you um i just hope that (laughs) thank you for your contribution thank you you for thank you for talking (laughs) thank you for speaking um i do i do hope that she hope she knows that she did reciprocate Um, you know her her desire to be here has been reciprocated (laughs) with gratitude with gratitude Um, and she shall live forever online in our Mm -hmm. hearts through this podcast Mother Melinda next week we do have the finale that's exciting but also in a couple of days we will be doing season 16 as we will as we will we'll do it we'll love it we just need to sort of cleanse our auras and realign our chakras before
1: we can go into that absolutely Uh, but we're very excited for season 16
0: yes so make sure that you join in a few days Enjoy this podcast Let it breathe We'll mm-hmm. let it breathe and we'll release The next one out there Okay But this is Bolo i Dr Tom We'll see you guys next week Lots of love guys See you soon